Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. This is the first part of a two-part series of the good, the bad, and the ugly against the Seattle Kraken last night. John hit the century mark, and the team completed a third-period comeback. We cannot ignore the horrible aspects of last night's game, though. All that and more on today's episode of Locked on Flames. You're Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. I'm Jess Belmosto, host of Locked On Flames. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, how are you? I hope you're having a great Wednesday. Thank you so much for making Locked On Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, and we are free 99 everywhere, including YouTube. Johnny hit the century mark last night, and it was great to see Mama, Mama and Papa Hockey in the stands for the first time in over 800 days. So I had thought that they made the trip out earlier this season, but I was mistaken because that was, in fact, the road trip out east that the Flames were on. But, you know, it was just a very special night for the Gaudreau family. And it's so nice to see how family-oriented it is and just kind of how much he appreciates the people who made sacrifices to get him to this uh, next level. And... A hundred points, man, that's not something that everyone reaches. It's not an easy feat to reach. And um, it was a beautiful, beautiful pass on the Kachuk goal that started the third period comeback. And I think my favorite part of last night, or one of my favorite parts, was listening to the crowd go crazy when... Johnny had the puck on his stick. They knew. They knew what was bound to happen. And, you know, they he made it happen. I think one of the great aspects of Johnny's game that has improved this year is his level of patience and his level of, you know, just the thought, the hockey IQ that goes into that playmaking. And he even said himself, you know, I, um, I've stepped it up more defensively this year and again this goes to show you that Daryl Sutter's system works for the Flames and of course Johnny fits in there perfectly I think that it's a testament to how hard John is willing to work he said last night that his dad was a very strict coach going up growing up and um, his dad is a successful uh, youth hockey coach as well but you know, just seeing and hearing what he knew he needed to improve. And there was a part during, I think it was like the intermission report or some part of the game where uh, Johnny was like, yeah, like, you know, my dad is pretty hard on me and I know he's going to go out there or I know he's going to tell me that I didn't play some of my best hockey in those first two periods. Like I had a sloppy turnover in the second and, you know, he's aware. And I think that's something that, we didn't really see last year and not just from him, but from a lot of players. And I think that Sutter 
just also in what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know if preaches is the right word, but he really does rely on accountability. He preaches it. He believes in it. He, he puts it out there and, you know, he's not afraid to tell you like, Hey, your uh, performance on the power play today was horrific. Step it up. And he is one of the coaches who does the, you know, what have you done for me lately? And we saw that with the practice lines today. You know, Mangiapane gets bumped up to the first line after having his first goal in over a month, nearly a month and a half. But, you know, I think that John has been playing just his best hockey this season. And we all kind of figured he was going to hit the 100-point mark back in, I don't even know, November, December, when he was just going on a tear and, you know, the Flames have won five straight now. And I'm so happy to see him thriving and to be in a position where he is happy and just succeeding with the Flames. A lot of people have kind of waited for his downfall and he... He's not doing it. And these things don't just happen because it's a contract year. You don't just get this magical power. You don't just flip on a switch because you want to get paid and all this stuff. It's so much bigger and deeper than that. It goes to uh, show their talent level and their commitment to the game. So my, I need to talk about this for just like a quick second because we were talking about it on Twitter. But my favorite part of last night was during the intermission report, they played a clip of Eric Francis saying Johnny would never play this kind of hockey again. He will never even come close to hitting 99 points again. And the reaction from Eric Francis was, well, this is an old take. This is clearly old. I don't even have gray hair. And, you know, he's put in an uncomfortable position, and I don't know what he's going to say you know, what else he's going to say, but I just kind of wanted to say, so you agree. You have like this weird beef with Johnny. And we talked about it on our bonus episode over the weekend, how the Gaudreau's like, don't, you know, pay him any mind. But I just hope that that clip was brought up last night when they were all talking and whatnot. But, you know, um, I'm just so happy that he has to eat his own (laughs) and congratulations to Johnny and I'm so happy that his parents got to be there I believe his wife is in the stands as well and uh you know plenty more hockey to come in his career and coming up next we we do need to talk about um the the second period and how disastrous it was really the first two periods but before we do that, let's t- let's talk about something good and scrumptious because you know we'll we'll feel better. But HelloFresh is the uh, number one meal kit in America, and you'll if you've used it, you understand why. HelloFresh chefs really know how to diversify the menu with seasonal recipes like uh, salmon limon limon. Pasta Primavera, and uh, you can pick your favorite dishes uh, weekly, and you can skip weeks when you need to, change your delivery date, or update your preferences all on the HelloFresh app. I love using HelloFresh. I think that it has become a lifesaver for me 
Um, it's so nice to not have to like pretend I know what I'm cooking. And it's great when I just, I don't feel like doing something extravagant. Everything's already portioned out. Everything is there for you. There are clear, easy directions. There's colored pictures, beautiful artistic uh, plating. It's just great. It's just a fantastic design. <laughs> but you can head on over to uh, HelloFresh.com and see what I'm talking about. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 and get up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Who doesn't love free, right? Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use Locked On 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. America's number one meal kit. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked On Flames. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Always more than happy to have a conversation with y'all. Um, what I'm not willing to do, though, is sit here and explain why spreading conspiracy theories is not good for an organization. If you know, you know. But uh, follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. The third period performance, the performance of the third period last night does not erase the first 20 to 40 minutes of the game. Audie and I are going to be talking about this tonight in like the second half of this episode, but I cannot express how unwatchable first two periods were. I was watching in bed. I had my nice little blanket on. I was ooh, all cozy, fresh out of the shower after working out and just felt really good. And then, you know, my clean sheets and I'm watching this and I'm just like, oh, do I, do I maybe want to turn this off? Like it was really bad. And then, you know, I only survived because I had my switch and I could just kind of look away when needed. But Ryan Donato is a fraud of an NHL player, and I really, really do not understand how you score, how you let him score that early on in the game or at all. And then, you know, you're just like Jacob Marstrom. What are you doing? Why are you letting him score on you? He's not even that good of a player. And it was just a soft shot too. It wasn't even like it was, you know, some sort of crazy snipe or something. But one thing that this team has to learn is to play or to remember. I shouldn't say learn, but to get back to is remember that you need to play the full 60 minutes. You can't just sit here and count on your opponent being trash. This is their Stanley. That was their Stanley Cup last night. Their season ends soon. They're going to hit the golf course. They're going to, you know, have a nice long summer, nice long off season to sit down and stay rested. They don't care about anything. They've been eliminated. You still have to clinch a playoff spot. And you better hope that you're not out there playing the rest of these games like you did in 2020 and 2021. Sloppy turnovers left and right these giveaways that goaltending last night that we saw from Markstrom has to have been some of the worst that we've seen in his two years as a flame 
I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't understand what happened and how he allowed three goals on 15 shots. Um, he didn't come back out for the third. And quite honestly, I don't think he even should have started this game. I think that it should have been Vladar. And I, it was obvious. Very obvious that Markstrom needed another game off. And they are so lucky that they escaped this escaped with those two points by the skin of their teeth. It was bad and it was brutal. Like I I was watching them and the only I feel like uh what's his name? Noah Hannafin was probably one of the most noticeable players on the ice, as well as Rasmus Anderson. I don't even think I noticed Lucic out there um, for a while. Like the only reason I really noticed some of the players was because they had important milestones. That's it. Like I, I obviously knew like the first line was out there because you know they're talking about Johnny and you're watching and it's Johnny. But I just I feel like there wasn't much excitement to their game there was nothing that you wanted to watch for (laughs) it was not easy to watch and they just kept they spent way too much time in their own zone in that first period and same with the second and they allowed two goals in the second period and at that point it was three to one and everyone had just kind of been like okay like we're wrapping it up let's go like just go out there and finish because this is embarrassing. This is humiliating even. But I don't understand how things collapsed the way that they did last night. From the get-go, I thought it was interesting that, you know, Markstrom even started. I understand that he needs to get his reps in before the playoffs. But I also think it's important for him to be resting. And I don't understand what the Flames were doing at some points out there on the ice. Like, they they were not setting themselves up in a way where they could, like, crash the net and generate uh, hopefully successful chances. They weren't giving any of that. And it was very, very clear that Sutter was upset and there was no way around it. So, you know, hopefully Thursday's game against Vegas will be more successful. That's when they, that's when they can clinch a playoff spot. Um, They have to, so they had to win last night and then I think Vegas, or sorry, I think the Kings have to, to lose uh, lose tomorrow today I I forget but you know it's not it's nothing that's impossible obviously but coming up next we are going to talk about the comeback and just kind of wrap up the excitement and the good with some good news for once (laughs) and before we do that I I think this would have solved the flames problems Early on in last night's game, and they could have used a Built Bar. Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that everyone needs in their diet. 
They taste like a candy bar. They do not taste like a protein bar and are so flavorful. I am looking forward to our next order of uh, the marshmallow puffs in the churro flavor. I think it is going to be so much uh, fun to just, you know, as someone who is trying to eat healthier to fully commit to replacing my candy bars and junk food with um, built bars. And you can get built bars today for a discounted price at uh, built.com. Promo code locked15 for 15% off of your next order. Make sure that you are subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're feeling nice, leave a nice review, please. (laughs) The third period was something that, you know, is written in a Hollywood movie. You know, you come back and everyone's hitting those milestones. Everyone's hitting... Uh, everyone's looking forward to hitting those milestones and being a good player and being a team player and celebrating with their team. But I don't know what Sutter said during intermission to this team. But I can assure you that it worked. Matthew Kachuk scored his 36th, 36th goal of the season And that set the tone for the frame. You know, that was Johnny's 100th point. uh, One goal closer to the hat trick for Matthew. And it just started rolling from there. Andrew Mangiapane scored his first goal in God knows how long. um, And he found the back of the net. And that's really, I talked about it yesterday on the show, saying how bad I wanted him to score and how he needed to find his groove again after that rut and it does make me curious to see because it it did come on a he was there was a line shuffling there I believe he was on the top line when he scored so it does make you wonder if that's why he's at practice or he was on the top line in practice today uh top line Mangiapane is you know I'll take it I think he is an excellent Uh, two-way forward who can replicate what Matthew Kachuk gives you. So, you know, it was great to see that. And then, of course, Noah Hannafin had another goal. And he had, I believe that was his eighth of the season. And he, he has looked so great out on the ice in the last few weeks. Him and Rasmus Anderson, like we talked about yesterday, had this late bloom they're late bloomers this year and really striving to reach those new levels of uh, defenseman eliteness. And someone tweeted last night, I think it was Ryan Pike. He tweeted how he forgets how young Rasmus Anderson is. And he thinks that, you know, he will eventually get up to a Norris uh, caliber or Norris trophy nominee caliber that makes sense like he will be an elite defenseman which I would love to see I think last year I think last year will end up being the worst year of his career at the end of the day I do I think that for a lot of players it's probably going to end up shaping like that and you have to like figure out why and 
it's very easy to look at those variables and figure out why. And the best part of the third period was, um, I mean, other than Johnny getting his 100th point, was Kachuk scoring that game winner. You know, Hannafin had the equalizer and then everyone was kind of like, oh, okay. You know, this is some, this is the real deal. And then, you know, Kachuk goes ahead and gets that hat trick and then gets the game winner. And the biggest thing that was missing from the game last night showed up in the third period, you know, number one, your offense, number two, the urgency and determination to win. And they, 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 like, there was just that sense of urgency and I can't express it. And obviously Vladar and Nett played a big role in that. They spent less time in their own zone. So I don't know what Sutter said. There are times when I would kill to be a fly on the wall there. Other times I would like to stay as far away from that as possible. But it ended up being a good game and the Flames were able to walk away with two points. And there, there's no reason why you should be giving teams two points. Especially the teams that are eliminated from the playoffs. Like, there is simply no reason for it, and I am very um, impressed with how the Flames ended the game. I think that it was just a a testament to their uh, strength, their willpower, their um, eliteness, truly. So... Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's Lockdown Flames episode. Like I mentioned, we will have a uh, an episode going up later today or tomorrow morning, depending on how editing goes and all that, uh, with Audie to talk about last night's ups and downs and, of course, Johnny Gaudreau, baby. <laughs> this is literally just going to be called Lockdown Gaudreau at some point, uh, probably during the offseason. But thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode of Locked on Flames. You can find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And of course, uh, make sure you're subscribed and leave a nice little review. Um, I upset some people from Buffalo last week and uh, they they all like kind of spammed me with one star reviews. So I'd appreciate it. <laughs> thank you all. And I will catch you later with Audie. Bye-bye.